For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. with Wings Productions, with the support of Whimsical Productions and Collected Sounds Presents, Episode 22 of The Skylark Bell. I'm your host, Melissa Oliveri. In our last episode, Magpie learned about her family ties to both Meadow Lane and Charlotte Carnifex, and was sent on a mission to save the town of Pocket from the ever-growing silence at Meadow Lane. In today's episode... We continue our adventure with Chapter 22, This is How Ghosts Must Feel, where Magpie finally goes into the house on Meadow Lane to find the mythical Skylark Bell. Get comfortable, grab a blanket and a warm drink, and let's get started. The dust from the road behind her settles as Magpie reaches the bottom of Meadow Lane. She stares at the small gray house in the field of silent grass and pushes a growing sense of dread to the back of her mind. Inhaling deeply, she puts her head down and takes a few steps up the lane. Instantly, she can no longer hear the birds, the wind, or her footsteps. She stops in her tracks and stays perfectly still, her body frozen in fear. She feels panic rising in her chest and is on the verge of bolting back toward the road when something inspires her to look back up at the house. She slowly lifts her head and fixes her gaze on the weathered structure. For the first time, she doesn't see it as broken and scary, but rather sad and lonely. Magpie knows that feeling only too well. With renewed courage, she takes a step. Making her way up the lane, Magpie imagines what the fields must have looked like when the grass was vibrant green and swaying in the wind. What the oak trees sounded like, filled with songbirds and crinkling leaves. She pauses at the front steps to the house, takes a deep breath, which makes no sound, and walks up. On the front porch, she pushes one of the rocking chairs to see if it will creak. But even though it has been outside for decades, it just moves back and forth silently. She turns to face the front door when, suddenly, she sees the reflection of a flock of birds in a shard of broken window. 
She jerks her head around quickly, but the sky overhead is silent and empty. Though she can't hear it, she feels her heart beating faster and harder. Her shaking hand pushes the door and it swings open soundlessly, the darkness beyond beckoning as she takes a hesitant step into the house. Inside, the house on Meadow Lane is surprisingly unassuming. The peeling wallpaper is orned with faded vines and flowers, and large wooden beams overhead support the second floor. Across from the front door, there's a small kitchen with a long counter and large rustic sink. Nearby, in the dining area, sits a heavy wooden dining table. Magpie takes a moment to feel around for a light switch before realizing the house was abandoned before being fitted with electricity. It's like it has been frozen in time. She takes a few steps closer to the table to have a look. Under a thick layer of dust, she can see plates and cups laid out, like the house is waiting for someone to return. Magpie's heart is instantly filled with sadness. The early evening sun barely filters through the dirty, broken glass of the windows, but it is enough for her to see the remnants of a fireplace just beyond the dining room. She feels drawn to it and makes her way around a massive antique buffet, still housing a few chipped porcelain plates. In the fireplace, a small pile of ashes sits behind a tarnished brass screen. A poker, broom, and shovel rest on the floor nearby. Her gaze travels up the blackened bricks to the mantel. On the heavy wooden shelf, she finds an old photograph, but she can't see very well in the fading light. On impulse, she slips it out of its frame and into the inside pocket of her jacket. Magpie looks at her reflection in the dirty mirror above the fireplace. The mirror is hazy from decades of dust, but for a brief moment, she sees a flash of color, bright blue walls with photographs and paintings hanging on them. Her own reflection looks slightly different, brighter and a bit older, and the expression on her face one of surprise. Magpie blinks, and everything about her reflection returns to normal the dull, gray darkness of the house, and her blurry reflection. In an attempt to build up her confidence, she says, Well, I guess it's time to head upstairs. But although she can see her mouth moving in the reflection, not a sound comes out, and the room remains silent. It's like she doesn't even exist. She briefly thinks to herself, This is how ghosts must feel then chases the thought away with a shudder. Magpie makes her way to the staircase, closes her eyes, and takes a deep breath before heading up. The stairs feel surprisingly solid under her feet, but the banister wobbles back and forth silently. On the landing, the light is slightly brighter. She makes her way to the room on the left, and discovers it is the primary bedroom. It contains a fairly large bed, a dresser with a hairbrush and empty perfume bottles strewn on top, 
a few remnants of old linens in a large wooden wardrobe, and a night table with an open drawer in which there sits an old book. Magpie picks up the book to take a closer look. She can make out the words Lark and Bell on the cover. This is the same book she saw in her dream, where the mother was reading to the two girls by the fire. But it is much older and in terrible condition. Magpie tries to open the book to flip through its pages, but it immediately begins disintegrating in her hand. Frustrated, Magpie gently places the book back in the drawer, turns around, and steps back into the hall. Recognizing that time is of the essence, Magpie focuses on finding Farfalla's room. She looks to her right and peeks through the doorway into a small bedroom with a simple bed, dresser, and nightstand. The wallpaper in this room has a dove pattern. It is faded, but Magpie can tell it was once quite beautiful. She's about to step into the room when, out of the corner of her eye, she catches a slight, quick movement nearby and whips around. She sees a little white shape at the end of the hall. The shape looks like it is sitting, facing her. As she stares in disbelief, it stands up and saunters on velvet feet right through the door behind it. Magpie feels a pinch in her heart as recognition sets in. Scarlet. Scarlet has come to guide her one last time. She feels a silent tear run down her cheek as she walks cautiously down the long hallway to the very last door. Squinting in the fading light, she sees something carved into the wood of the door. She takes a few steps back toward a window in the hallway and pulls the tattered curtains open to let in a little more light. She walks back to the door and leans in more closely to trace the outline of the carving with her finger. It is a swallow its wings stretched out in flight. This has to be Farfalla's room. Magpie takes a deep, silent breath, wondering what she will find inside. Thank you so much for listening. Join me next week as we pursue our adventure and read Chapter 23 of Meadow Lane and the Skylark Bell. Will Magpie find the bell in time to save the town of Pocket from the silence's growing reach? Be sure to subscribe so you can find out. Before I go, I'd like to thank Phaeton Starling Publishing for this fantastically eerie story, and Canal for equally fantastic and eerie music for this podcast. If you're enjoying this story, please consider leaving a review or a rating. Either one is greatly appreciated. Thank you.
Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big. 